hello and welcome back today I thought I'd do a little chat on tracking food is it healthy or harmful so I hope you're all doing well during these times I know it's been very very stressful for a lot of people with all the uncertainty and uh, just not knowing what to do about a lot of things so there's a few things that I've been doing just a few tips before we get into it um, I've just been trying to nail the basics just trying to nail my nutrition make sure I stay on top of my vitamins sleep as much as I need to ensure I have enough downtime and just practice a little bit of self-care get my body moving get some sunshine and vitamin D if you just nail the basics it helps make life a lot easier I'm trying to focus on being grateful for what is going right and just trying to be as productive as I can when I feel up to it but not stressing myself out if I need to have a lay down for a while or if I just want to have a night off and watch some videos or just catch up on some sleep after doing some later shifts of work and things like that. So just really being kind to yourself and just doing what you can. What brought on this podcast slash YouTube video is the fact that I've just started tracking my food again because I'm prepping for my next bodybuilding show so that's going to be in April 2022 if it doesn't get postponed because of everything going on. Uh, so we'll see how that goes and for a while I was feeling very, feeling very lost about what goals I'm even working towards. I want to do this bodybuilding show and I was like what if I dedicate all this time and effort and energy into it and then what if it gets postponed or cancelled like these other girls are going through. And then I decided that eating well and building muscle and having a good exercise routine is only going to do me good. So no matter what happens in the end it's only going to benefit me and my health and my confidence and my physique and just is going to be awesome no matter what um, and <laughs> I'm also really wanting to get more into DJing which I did start but then um, I haven't had any equipment during the year and I also ha had hardly any work and I wasn't able to get decks and I finally got my tax return <laughs> which was awesome well deserved I'll say that and I was like yeah I definitely want to spend my money on getting some DJ decks and I want to be a DJ and tour around Australia. I was like, oh my god, what if we can't even do festivals and stuff? And what if everything affects all those kind of events and going to gigs? And what if life never turns back to normal, how I imagined? And then I decided that DJing makes me happy and it's really fun. So even if I get it, at least I can just practice for myself. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I'll just keep working <laughs> towards it. So... I don't know if that will hopefully give you a little bit of help if you're just feeling lost in your goals no matter what you're working towards even if you don't know what the end is going to look like working towards anything is going to help you stay on track and stay motivated and stay focused and feel like you're achieving things often so just find something to focus on and then that's going to really really help with your mental health. So with my new gym program, I'm so excited. Not many people will believe after years and years of doing weights at the gym, I've never really increased the weight the whole time. <laughs> like only by the tiniest amount. I've changed up the variations of movements and done new things like gotten better with my form, I guess. But I've never really challenged myself with strength and pushed myself in that way, which most people wouldn't believe. I've never even tried my heaviest squat or anything I'm only just learning how to do deadlifts <laughs> so it's been so great having a trainer and I got my new program and you enter in your weights and reps that you do each time and just seeing that little bit of progress is so cool just having that mindset shift because for years and years 
of being like, oh my God, no, this is as heavy as I can lift. This is so hard. Turns out I can lift almost double that or at least another third or quarter and I can do way more than what I thought. So it's been a huge, huge eye opener that it really is just a mental game and overcoming your own barriers kind of thing. So that's been really awesome. I'm loving the consistency. I'm loving feeling stronger and feeling like I'm improving. And the last thing I wanted to touch on before we got into the episode is that I finally got a microphone. So hopefully um, the audio is a little bit better for you. I watch a lot of business videos and listen to lots of podcasts and always um, try to improve my skills and knowledge. And they always say that if you're thinking about doing something like this or whatever it is, the best thing to do is just start instead of thinking, oh my God, I can't start my YouTube channel because I don't have this fancy camera and this fancy microphone and all these nice things and they spend a fortune on it. Just start, record on your iPhone. I used to just use my AirPods <laughs> and when I've done the Zoom recordings, when I did get this microphone, it made it go silent. So don't know if it's just a technical issue I haven't learned yet, but the whole thing is just a learning process and if you just start, it's the only way to practice and gain knowledge and gain experience and you just work your way through it, then you can kind of upgrade your things as you go along. So that's my tip if you're looking at trying something new. The best thing to do is just start. <laughs> so to get into the episode, if you want to listen on the podcast, I'll link that below. I always like listening to podcasts when I'm walking my dog or driving to work. Otherwise, I hope you enjoy the video, and if you like health and wellness content, then don't forget to subscribe to my channel and hit the little bell, and I really appreciate your support and your time. <laughs> so the first thing to cover is how to actually track your food. So what I did is I just downloaded, well, I already had my fitness pal on my phone. Another one that I know a lot of vegans use is Chronometer because it tracks the actual micronutrients, but I'm just using my fitness pal for now because it links up with my um, PT's app, if that makes sense. So some people use scales, but I prefer not to, and I don't know if I ever want to, to be honest. Um, I kind of guesstimate my intake, and they always say, you've got to track every gram, everything counts. But for someone who's still learning and not that strict, um, I just like to guesstimate. <laughs> So you can enter in the brands. I'm pretty sure you can scan the barcodes, which I haven't tried yet. And if you make a dinner dish kind of thing or like a sweets recipe, you can add in the recipe and add in the serving so that you can add one serving and find the calories of that whole dish. Although that does take a long time. So I've only done it a handful of times, but today I made a huge veggie lasagna. So I kind of just did it while it was cooking. But for the average person, it might be a bit time consuming to do it that way. So now I see why bodybuilders just have chicken, broccoli and rice because they just add individual ingredients. But for me, I make lots of, I guess, intricate dishes with lots of things combined and I'm used to just chucking stuff in the pan. So it's a little bit different for me, but it just takes a little bit of getting used to. So some of the benefits of tracking your food, it does create awareness, accountability and reflection. So it's a great way to just look back on how you're fueling your body. It's a good way to identify patterns, different habits that you might have without realizing. So if you pick up something sweet, like if you stop it at the gas station and get something sweet to eat or something deep fried, but if it's a regular habit, but you may not realize that you're really doing it and how it adds up until you see it like that. It can show you how much you eat and how often. It can help with weight loss when done correctly. A food log can help detect intolerances. It can be a learning tool. So 
yesterday I went out to meet a friend for coffee and I or juice and I got a lunch as well so I got a beetroot and ginger juice and I couldn't decide what to order for lunch I didn't know whether to get my usual bagel but I get it every time the burger on the menu was a bit too big but I probably should have ordered that with a salad instead of fries but the meal I got was zucchini noodles with pesto and mushrooms which is a very beautiful dish it was absolutely lovely but before I tracked I never would have realized that it was nutritionally inadequate because it didn't really have a protein source like if you ate meat they would usually have chicken or for a vegan dish they should have some kind of protein source and alternative in there and I did find that I was actually hungry by the time I walked home and I was snacking on some like deep fried it was like some mushroom chips but they're still full of oil and stuff so even though I made a healthy option it still didn't satisfy me that I still had an unhealthy snack afterwards to kind of fill the gap if that makes sense so it can definitely be used as a learning tool to see uh, to make sure that you're f uh, like filling your plate adequately and for the future if I was to ever order it again I could get like a veggie patty on the side or get something added to it to make it like a proper meal if that makes sense. Another one for it to be used as a learning tool I even seen that when I put margarine on my toast in the morning it's like almost 60 calories just for that and that's only a tiny bit of taste it doesn't add any fullness or it doesn't really affect anything it's just for our personal enjoyment so little things like that can add up quickly and I can see why bodybuilders and stuff get really scared of fats because fats are very calorie dense although I really do enjoy fats because I think it's very helpful for women's hormones and also also our brain health and all that kind of thing so it's about finding that balance it can be helpful for a short period of time to understand food but doesn't have to be necessary long term and it can cause social isolation with dining out and events so I do notice a lot of people some of them take their own food to events if they're doing like a bodybuilding prep kind of thing but just for the average person you don't really need to worry about that stuff sometimes I just put in the ingredients that I think was in the dish and probably um, equate for a bit more because they'll probably add more oils and different things to the food that you may not be aware of otherwise I just try to find a dish that sounds similar and just chuck it in there for the sake of it but I'm not too picky on having the exact amount if I'm out with my friends enjoying dinner and a wine or something like that I'm just a more relaxed person I guess. <laughs> Some of the cons include People can often focus on calories instead of nutritional quality. I always recommend for people to check the ingredients list. I see these really silly Instagram reels and they say, yeah, find these low calorie options at your supermarket and it's disgusting processed food. Oh. <laughs> but I don't have the heart to tell them like that's their thing and they just have a different approach to me, so that's fine. But they'll share like, these gross bars or like those gross hot chocolates and it's only just fake crap with like all these artificial sweeteners and stuff it's not a health food and um, same as those like soup in a cup things I do have them sometimes but it's just powder but they say it's low calorie but the better option would be to do a homemade soup and keep some in the freezer kind of thing and actually have vegetables and nutrients for energy not just some fake powder in water if that makes sense um, so I always tell people to check the ingredients list first sugar should never be in the top three ingredients of a health food and also like all the 
um, other additives and preservatives and stuff. Obviously, I eat some things that are treat foods, and it's totally fine as a uh, as part of a balanced diet. But not, I don't call it like a health halo or eat this. It's so amazing because it's low calorie. So definitely look out for that. It can create fear around food. I definitely noticed that the first time I ever tracked uh, preparing for my first show, like peanut butter is so high in calories, but it was what I wanted. So I'm like, oh my God, I can't have this because it's so high in calories, but my body really wants it. And it was like just really confusing for myself. And I just found myself freaking out about a lot of things. It can be time consuming. It can cause over restriction and obsession. And when dining out, people may underestimate the calories if the meals don't match up. I saw someone post this online and literally the day before I'd gotten like a banana bread from a cafe. And then when I searched banana bread, like all these different ones came up and I'm like, oh, I think it'll be about 200. But there's other ones that are like 400 calories. You just never know what it is, but you just pick the lowest one because it sounds good. <laughs> I don't pick the lowest. I sound, I like kind of pick the middle kind of one. Um, but a lot of people can do that. They'll be like, oh yeah, this one's only like 100 calories and they'll just pick it, but you don't actually know what it is. <laughs> so it can be kind of inaccurate if you're getting food from other sources and places. So one point that I wanted to touch on is that you can consider doing a one, three or seven day food journal or food diary instead of doing it as like a long term thing. If you just want to see how much you eat in a day, just do it for a handful of days um, and just see where you're at, see what your macros are, see how much protein you're having, see how many calories you're having during the day. Um, so just a short term thing to use it as a learning tool can be more helpful for some people than doing it all the time. And the next thing I wanted to touch on was a few points on how to get started with intuitive eating because I've always just done that. It's always come very naturally to me. The thing that I like to look at and recommend to my clients is the Canadian food pyramid. So they recommend half your plate is lean veggies or salad, a quarter complex carbs and a quarter protein, and then about two tablespoons of fat. So that could be half an avocado or a little sprinkle of seeds or some nuts or something. Or if it's a breakfast, like a little thing of nut butter. So I really do like having those healthy fats in there. But by making your plate half veggies, it really helps fill you up. It helps detox your body because it aids with your digestion and keeping things moving through. It's a really good source of fiber. It's a good source of like vitamins and minerals from the micronutrients. So it's just got so many benefits instead of having this huge hunk of something for lunch if you have this huge salad with some nice protein and carbs sprinkled through you're going to feel really satisfied for hours you're going to feel energized you're not going to feel bloated and lethargic it's just going to be a life changer so as i said in my most recent interview go check that out if you haven't already uh, not every meal will look like that. Sometimes I make like a nice mac and cheese or today I made veggie lasagna and not every meal is going to be this perfect thing. But if you kind of use that as a go-to for when you want to eyeball how to build your plate, allow treat foods that you crave along with plenty of healthy choices. So I definitely treat myself all the time. Chocolate is an essential in my pantry. I love wine. Uh, if I dine out sometimes, usually I'll get like a veggie burger and chips or like a veggie pizza. So I always have those foods, but there's so many meals and snacks I have that are very healthy and it's just very balanced. So I don't over restrict on those things that I like because it satisfies me. 
have healthy food ready to go in your fridge and pantry that's a big one if you just do a bit of meal prep at the start of the week i just made a nice cookie dough slice today and it's made, of, made out of tahini a little bit of rice malt syrup some vanilla protein powder and almond meal and chocolate drops i think that was it so next time i have a sweet tooth i can just reach for that and it's really nourishing and satisfying instead of just being hungry or going down to the store and getting something that's more processed have some easy dinners that satisfy your soul but won't leave you feeling sick and lethargic. So there's this mac and cheese that I buy from Woolworths from Plantitude and they've got different flavors like original chili mushroom and a vegan bacon one. So the pasta is made from gluten-free pasta and they add coconut milk powder instead of milk powder and nutritional yeast instead of cheese. So that's kind of my go-to if I've had a really long day and have finished work late. I just cook up this six dollar mac and cheese and it's very satisfying but it just really feels like fills my soul comfort but you feel so good because it's not full of all the dairy and gluten and stuff if you are intolerant to those foods which a lot of people are and if i want to make it a little bit healthy i'll just stir through some spinach or something like that which is super easy the next one is to eat slowly until you're comfortably full not sick and lethargic so don't overeat because you're just eating so fast and haven't even paid attention to what you're doing just take your time with it sit down enjoy the meal i also like to think about how each ingredient on my plate is fueling my body so as i cook i'm like oh this is good for this and this is good for this and this is going to make me feel this way and i all add it all onto the plate so when i'm eating it like if it's sauerkraut i'm like oh this is so good for my gut health and spinach i'm saying different things to myself and when i eat like a vegan chicken thing i'm like mm, this is really nice for protein and i really like the taste of it so just slow down and think about that and just take your time with food and the last one is to respect your body and eat and align with your values so a lot of people don't really do this and i guess a lot of people don't really know what their values are and i just think a lot of people they don't respect their bodies enough so i as funny it is to say I view myself as a queen and I love my body so of course I want to nourish her with the best food possible I don't care if I don't spend money on anything else as long as I've got good food in the pantry that's my number one priority basically and also when it comes to animals and the whole plant-based thing I do follow a 90% plant-based approach and that's in line with my values while still um working it in with my individual health needs and what makes me feel best so at least every time i sit down for a meal i'm just filling all these different values and it just makes me feel amazing that i'm taking care of myself like that so when you get into a good routine it really really does feel good and help provide you with energy and sustain you through your day and if, like affect your mood will help you be happier so there's lots and lots of benefits so i hope that gave a bit of an insight into the intuitive eating side and um, if you haven't tracked before and are interested, I hope you can take away benefits from those tips. Or if you do track and think that it might not be serving you, then maybe try giving it a rest. <laughs> Before I go, there was one client who was weighing herself every day as well. So if you're thinking of giving up the tracking, I would say also put away the scales if you do weigh yourself and just keep a diary on how you feel. That's all you have to do. And then that's going to be great. <laughs> So <laughs> I'll wrap up this podcast and YouTube for now. So I hope, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you for the next one. 
Don't forget you can also sign up for my free seven day real food real quick challenge to find out more about health and nutrition tips. So in this little email course, I cover healthy swaps, some misinformation, food intolerances, an introduction to gut health, overcoming food, fear, cravings and guilt, common weight loss mistakes, staying on track when you're stressed, busy and exhausted, as well as some free bonus recipes for my Eat From The Earth meal guide. So head to the link below and I hope you enjoy.